You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. One of our favorite things in the whole wide world is oatmeal cream pies. Anybody love oatmeal cream pies? All right, I see that hand in the front row. There you go. Deaf perception's tough. I see that in the back row. Ah! There you go. Other hand, over here. Oh, oh, who else? Over here, over here. Oh, one more, one more, one more. Sorry, I'm learning, I'm learning. It's, it's hard from up here. I got one more right there. Oh, man. Hey, that was close. That was close. Hey, one of my favorite things in the whole wide world is oatmeal cream pies, okay? It don't get any better than this. It doesn't, okay? Here's the problem, okay? You know, I'm a preacher. They knew, you knew that this was coming. There's a hundred, it's 170 calories per cookie, okay? Seven grams of fat, 150 grams of sodium, carbohydrates, 26 grams, sugar, 13 grams of sugar. And there's, here's the problem. There's 12 of these in a box. It's over 2,000 calories, does anybody know what your daily recommended calorie limit is? 2,000 calories. And they would probably suggest it not be in all in sugar and carbohydrates, okay? And if you're attention deficit disorder like me, if all I do is eat sugar and carbohydrates, I'll be all jacked up on Mountain Dew and it won't be good, right? I did not eat any of these this morning. That's not why I'm jacked up on Mountain Dew. But guys, I don't keep these in my house. You know why I don't keep these in my house? Because I will hear them from my bedroom when I'm watching Deadliest Catch or something. I'll hear them say, Todd, don't you want an oatmeal cream pie? I'm like, no, I don't. I'm trying to eat healthy. Like, but it's so good. Don't you want it? No, I don't. And the problem is you can't just have one. Can't just have one. And for me, one turns in the whole box. You know what I say? I say, get thee behind me, Satan. And I don't have them in the house. You know why I don't have them in the house? Because I don't have the strength not to eat them. And so guys, the same is true with you being tempted. It's not a sin to be tempted. It's a sin to act. It's not a sin for me to eat the, it's not a sin for me to have the oatmeal cream pies in my house. It's a sin for me to eat them. Now, if you eat them in moderation, you'll be okay. But if you're anything like me, there is no moderation. Because apparently the devil doesn't want you to hear this this morning because he's playing tricks on my microphone. But what you need to hear today is you, we are called to flee from temptation. You don't have supernatural ability. Flee from temptation. So for me, is I don't keep sweets in my house. I'm trying to be healthy. I'm trying to cut back. Uh, I, I limit my calories to 1,500 to 2,000 a day. 
and 170 calories of an oatmeal cream pie unfortunately turns into 340 real quick. That doesn't help me. It doesn't help me at all. It blows my day. And so I keep that mess out of my life. And so what is it that tempts you that you need to keep out of your life? So if you have your Bibles, grab them. Go to Matthew chapter 6. If you don't have your Bible, don't worry about it. You can download our Church Center app. There's some amazing QR codes there in the chair in front of you. If you don't have the app, scan that QR code. It'll take you to a link tree. One of the options is the app. If this is your first time with us, uh, you can also scan that QR code. There is a connect card. Go see them out at the welcome desk after the service. uh, And they've got a gift for you. On the first time, it's a journal. Second time, you get a t-shirt. On the third time, you get an invite to lunch with one of our pastors. So make sure you go out there and see them. Um, But you can also, anything that we've got going on at Hope Church, you can find on with that QR code. A couple things I want to give you uh, a heads up on. Number one, uh, all camp payments are due today. If you have a kid going to camp, we need the money because we got to get it in uh, and they're, they're wanting the money. Also, we have a couple kids that have signed up for camp that have paid nothing, okay? The church has covered your deposit. Uh, so if you are not going to camp, and, or if your kid is signed up and you haven't paid anything and you're not planning on going to camp, you need to let us know. But if your kid has signed up and you haven't paid anything or anything, you need to get with us today. Get with Pastor Zoe, Tina can help you, whatever. Just get with them today or your kid's gonna get dropped from camp. Now, if you've signed up and you've paid something, we know you're going, we get it. But if you've signed up and you've paid nothing, we need to know today how serious you are about going because after today, that's it. Also this week, is anything going on this week? Any, anything? Yeah. Anything? Yeah, yeah, what's going on? Zoe's so excited, that's why we have a U-Haul truck in the, uh, in the parking lot. It's not that Zoe's moving, it's Zoe's that's moving VBS stuff. So it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good week. Um, Don't miss it. Uh, VBS is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And if your kid comes to VBS, there's a surprise. There's a surprise that's happening Saturday. Did you like what I did there, Zoe? That was good, wasn't it? You like what I did there? Okay, so show up to VBS and you'll find out what it is. Trust me, you will not want to miss the surprise because I'm not going to miss it. And then Monday night... All of you that would love to support your Hope Church softball team, we kick off, I guess kick off, kick off's not the right word. Uh, we play ball. Play ball. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something else, but that wasn't good either. <laughs> we, we start, we start, we play ball uh, Monday night at 9 p.m. at Don Moore if you'd like to come out and support us. Um, or if you'd like to come and see if Pastor Todd can see about not getting kicked out of a softball game. So it'd be good. I'm very competitive. Uh, so I, I have to remember that I'm a pastor on the field. So if you have your Bibles, grab them. Go to Matthew chapter 6. You can follow on in the app. Here we go. Matthew chapter 6 in verse 13. It says, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So I think there's very two distinct things here. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So here's what I had for you guys. I had a two-part sermon with four points each for eight total points. It was going to be an awesome service. Uh, So I decided, and especially since worship went long, I'm good that I decided this or I would have been really rushed. Uh, I'm going to bring it to you in two weeks, okay? So make sure you're here next week. Does anybody know what's going on next week? 
Father's Day. Thank you, Pastor Grant. Uh, did you know that in, in the top 20 U.S. holidays, did you know that Father's Day is number 18? Uh, it is behind Arbor Day, okay? So we enjoy celebrating trees more than we enjoy celebrating fathers, apparently. Uh, so at Hope Church, we don't forget our dads because we love our dads. You are vital. You are important. Uh, and so be here this coming, or this coming, or next Sunday, uh, be here next Sunday. We will have, we will be giving away a gift card per service uh, to a lucky gentleman. Uh, anybody over the age of 18 that is a gentleman uh, is welcome. If you're not a gentleman, you're not welcome to win. But uh, anybody over the age of 18, you're going to get a ticket and we're going to give away a couple awesome prizes uh, at the end of each service. So make sure that you're here. It's going to be awesome. But I'm going to preach part two of this. So today, I'm going to tackle the first part and lead us not into temptation. So if you're taking notes, the title of the message is lead us away from. Lead us away from, and I've got four things for you today. Number one, lead us away from temptation. Lead us away from temptation. Matthew 26, 41 says, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Guys, we have to understand, we, in our minds, we want to think that we're strong, but we're not. That's why the oatmeal cream pies do not exist in my house. It's very difficult being a pastor, okay? Because apparently the way you love to love me is by giving me sweets and fat, okay? <laughs> Oh, I love you, pastor. Here's some brownies. Now get fat and don't live very long, okay? I, I, understand, the sen- I understand the sentiment behind it, okay? And I, I appreciate your love, okay? Gift cards work better because then, then I can choose whether I want to kill myself or not. Uh, but if you give brownies to me, all I've got to do is eat them, okay? Uh, now, the pastor appreciation months, not till October, so you got plenty of time. But guys, it's tough being a pastor because a lot of times people love you with very unhealthy things, food, fried chicken, brownies. Uh, you know, somebody gave me chicken fried steak one time. I was like, that's like my favorite food, but it's not good for me and I'm going to eat it all. Yeah. But guys, it's not a sin to be tempted. It is a sin to act on that temptation. But here's what I want you to hear. If you struggle with something, don't put yourself in a situation and expect you to have supernatural strength, okay? So if you're an alcoholic, a place for you is not necessarily at a wedding with a free open bar, okay? You're, you're expecting yourself to have supernatural strength. If you struggle with lust, probably the place for you is not a public pool. If you struggle with pornography, unfettered internet access is not where you need to be. If you struggle with little Debbie snack cakes, you give them away to the people at church. You don't put them at your house, right? Now, if you'll notice, I went and bought those last night. Do you know where I left them? In my office because I could not eat them because I don't expect myself to have supernatural strength. I will not. And so guys, Put yourself in situations that you will succeed. If you're trying to eat healthy, don't put a bunch of unhealthy food in your house. If you're trying to save money, don't tempt yourself with things that you don't need to waste your money on. 
set yourself up to succeed. You know what you struggle with. I don't need to dig down deep into your life and help you understand you're not perfect. You know what you struggle with. So don't set yourself up for failure. Because remember, it's not a sin to be tempted. It is a sin to act upon said temptation. So flee from sin. So lead us away from, number one, temptation. Number two, bad relationships. 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Now, growing up, they used this verse as the prime example of why you should not marry someone that does not believe in God. If, if someone, if you are a Christian, it's not a great idea for you to marry someone that's not a Christian. Now, hear me today. I'm not saying if you are married and you're married to someone that's not a Christian, get a divorce. I'm not saying that because the Bible says God hates divorce, okay? So, so don't get it. Don't put words in pastor's mouth, okay? But it's good for us to yoke ourselves with people that are like-minded. They also used this growing up to say that we shouldn't hang out with people that don't believe in God. That's not what I'm saying today, okay? I'm saying we need to affect the world, but in our close personal relationships, we need to be yoked with people that are equally minded with us. So let me paint this picture that the Bible's trying to paint for you because I know there's a bunch of city people in here today. Some of you may understand completely what this is saying, but for you city folks, let me help you understand. A yoke is wooden. And so you would lay a yoke over two donkeys and the donkeys would share the load. They would be pulling, in this instance, probably a plow and they would be pulling it. And if they walked in step with one another, they would pull the same amount. The problem is if one donkey would fall behind, the other one would have to pull more load and they would get off and then they wouldn't be going in a straight line. You see what I mean? Okay. And so if you have friends that pull you back, what happens? If you're yoked to them, they'll pull you back and you won't accomplish as much as you could otherwise. What I'm talking about in being equally yoked, having healthy friendship is in your inner circle. Okay, Jesus had, had thousands of people that followed him. He had 72 that he spoke into. Then he had his 12 who were his inner circle, but then he had a really small inner circle of about three. I'm talking about your inner circle. Many of you have to have friends. Need I'm not have to. You need to have friends that invest in you. You need to have friends that can speak into your life. Because hear me today. You can get mad at pastor. It's fine. You know, you'll just get mad at me and go get mad at somebody else too. It's fine. If you don't have people that can speak into your life, that don't tell you that you're all that in a bag of chips, you're not going to get any better. Guys, I have have pastors in my life that, that they're a little bit further along than me. And they speak into my life. And guys, I'm so happy that I have these men in my life. That when something goes wrong, I can call them and say, hey, listen, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm thinking about this. And sometimes they go, that's not a great idea. And I'm thankful for those type of people in my life because there was a situation recently that I called one of these mentors in my life. And I say, hey, listen, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And they're like, shh. 
I'd tap the brakes on that. And I'm thankful they told me that. Because had they not told me that in hindsight, I would have made a mistake. But if you don't have those healthy interactions in your life, you're never going to get better. The problem is most of us have people in our lives that take from us. And if all you have is unhealthy people in your life that take from you, what happens? You become empty. Guys, there's times as pastor that I have to go away and get filled back up again. You know why? Because it's, I've got to come back with the energy to be able to pour out again. You know, I'm sure people are like, well, pastor goes away a lot. Well, pastor needs to go away a lot because I've got to get filled up. I've got to rest. I've got to relax. And you've got to do the same thing too. And if all you have is people in your life that take from you, that's not going to help you. So my challenge for you today is this. Who's in your inner circle? Are there people, are they people that you want to be like? Or are there people that you're unequally yoked with that are dragging you back from all that you can accomplish? So lead us away from, number one, temptation. Number two, bad relationships. Number three, this is going to hit close to home. I'm preaching myself today, okay? Number three, time wasting. We make wasting time an Olympic sport, okay? We have whole apps on our phone for wasted time. You're like, Pastor, you don't even know what you're talking about. I've got, I've got two words. Actually, I think it's one word for you. TikTok. <laughs> Instagram reels, Facebook stories, you know, you, whatever, whatever platform, whatever you want. The problem is we'll, we'll sit there and we'll relax and we'll just start scrolling and what happens? Three hours later, we're like, what happened all this time? It's like one in the morning, I got to go to bed. <laughs> we make wasting time an Olympic sport, but, but here's the problem. In the same way, we go, ha. Huh, I'm so busy. I've got so much to do. (laughs) Psalm 39 verse four says, Oh Lord, make me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days as few as hand breaths and my lifetime is nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands as a mere breath. It's talking about that all of mankind is a mere breath of God. That's how finite we are. You realize the world in in the timeline we have in the Bible is is about 6,000 years. You'll be lucky to live 100 of them. And all we do is waste time. Not all we do, but we find ourselves scrolling and wasting time. Hours upon hours upon hours. What would happen if you redeemed that time? What would happen if you redeemed that time? You know, I, I became convicted. Uh, one, one thing I love to listen to, I love to listen to sports talk radio. Any sports talk radio guys? Okay, I love it. Uh, I'm not judging you today, okay? So this is just for me, okay? This is just for me. The Lord spoke to me about this. So he may not be speaking to you about this. So this is Pastor Todd. This is not to you guys. But to me, he said, you know what? You could be doing a whole lot more time with, a whole lot more with the time you're spending in the car listening to sports talk radio. So I became very convicted by that. So now when I'm driving the car, I listen to podcasts. I listen to audiobooks. 
You know why? Because that invests in me. It's not just a waste of time. Now, that's hard for me to say that sports is a waste of time because I really like sports. It's tough. But I think of it this way. A mentor explained it to me about this uh, this way once. Has anybody ever dug a well, a water well? So what are the best kinds of water wells, wells that go deep? I know there's none of you have probably dug a well, maybe one or two of you. But a good water well goes deep. And why does it go deep? Because the, the water table is at a certain level. And during drought, the water table can rise and fall. But if you have a deep well, you'll always have water. Our mind is like a well. When you read, when you learn, when you, when you further yourself, you're digging your well deep. And what the Holy Spirit does, if you are a believer and you believe that the Holy Spirit can work in you, and I hope that you do, the Holy Spirit will reach down into that well and pull things out of it that you forgot that you knew. Does that ever happen to you? Somebody comes to you with a problem and you think of something that you read five years ago that suddenly now you remember to help this person. Why? Because you dig your well deep and the Holy Spirit can work with whatever you put in your well. He can reach down in there and find a nugget of information and bring it out. And guys, I'm here to tell you, I know I get up here and there's times that I can sound smart. It's only because the Holy Spirit is digging down. I've dug my well deep. I study. I listen to audiobooks. Okay, I listen, I listen to the weirdest things. Like I went to the Alamo and, and I listened to a book about the Alamo and I sounded really smart. My wife's like, where'd you know all this? I was like, I listened to an audiobook about the Alamo because I'm redeeming my time. Right? How, how could you possibly need something from the Alamo? I have no idea. I'll let you know when the Holy Spirit uses it, but one day he will. But if you dig your well deep, God can use these things. Guys, how much more could we do if God redeemed our wasted time? How much smarter could you be? How much more could you do? Because listen, we want to say, pastor, I'm just so busy. You just don't understand. You just don't know. But then Netflix is asking you, are you still watching? (laughs) And you're like, shut up, Netflix. Okay. I don't have anything else to do today, but watch Netflix. But pastor, I'm so busy. I don't have time to read my Bible. That's us. We make wasting time in Olympic sport and then we talk about how busy we are. Guys, it's so easy. Heck, if you open the Bible app, it'll read the Bible to you. You don't even need to know how to read. And for some of you, that's for me, I listen to it. I get more out of it if I read it and listen to it. So I do both. Find out what works for you and do it. But do something. Don't waste time. Trust me, preaching myself this week. So, so anytime, now this week, anytime I open up TikTok, I'm like, stop wasting time, go do something else. All right, so lead us away from, number one, temptation. Two, bad relationships. Number three, time wasting. Number four, this is probably the most difficult, ungodly thoughts. This was tough, I told you. Matthew 5, 27, Jesus is talking about our thoughts. He says, if you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who, think, who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 
tough. Because one of the things that we like to say in our culture is, I, th- I thought about it, but I didn't do it. I mean, but you did. The, Bi- the Bible would suggest that you did. And so, guys, our mind is a battlefield. But that's one thing that we have to work on. And so, guys, if you're constantly filling your well, back to your well, okay? I'm using the well a lot today. If you constantly fill your well with junk, what do you think is going to come out of your well? Junk. One thing I've learned about eating healthier is I feel a whole lot better eating a salad than I do a McDouble with supersized fries, okay? Because when we go and play our nine o'clock, nine o'clock softball game, nine o'clock, okay? Like I'm usually in bed watching Deadliest Catch at nine o'clock, okay? Not, not playing softball. If I eat a McDouble and French fries, I'm going to throw up on the baseball field. But if I eat a salad... I might have energy to make it through the game. Because if you, all you do is put garbage in your body, all you're gonna get out is garbage. If all you do is put garbage in your mind, all you're ever gonna get out is garbage. Guys, getting control of our mind is one of the greatest challenges a Christ follower can ever have. But it's a worthy cause, but it's a lifetime. It will take a lifetime to get it. And guys, this is one thing you're not going to get until you get to heaven, but you have to work at it day in and day out because our mind is a battlefield, but it's a war worth fighting. So what does this mean for us? That was four points. Aren't you glad I didn't do eight today? I mean, I feel beat up now and I I've done eight, but I just did the same four twice, okay? But next week is is even more difficult. But come, it's Father's Day, okay? You got to come because you might win something free. So what does this mean for us? Number one, do you need to turn to God for forgiveness today? Guys, there's not a one of us today that that don't need God's forgiveness. One thing I loved last week, we opened up the altars. And later, Pastor Grant came up to the altar and he goes, what spilled over here? And it came to me, nothing spilled. It was someone's tears from God working in their heart. And guys, that's cleansing to us. When we lay at the feet of our father and say, God, we're, we're not worthy. But will you forgive us and help us to be better? And guys, we're going to provide you an opportunity to do that again today. But number two, do you need God to strengthen you? Guys, I, I know some of this stuff I'm talking about just seems impossible. You know, so you're saying if I have a bad thought towards somebody I've already committed sin in my heart? Yes, but you can do it. I mean, good grief. Uh, if, if. God holds every bad thought against me that I have on the road. I'm in trouble. I'm here to tell you, I'm in trouble, okay? Pastor will be the first one down here talking to the Lord. You know why? Because I'm no better than you. I need God's love. I need God's forgiveness just as much as you do. And I need God to strengthen me every day. That's why I come into this place. I come in here to get the strength that I need to last me throughout the week. 
So guys, what I want you to hear today, I don't want you to hear condemnation. I don't want you to hear that I'm, I'm beating you up. I don't want you to hear that pastor's beating you over the head with the Bible. What I want you to hear is we are all sinners, but if we will understand that and try to get better, we can do this together. That's what this is all about. And number three, I want to encourage you to lay it at his feet today. Lay it all at his feet today because no matter what you've done, no matter what's gone on in your heart, no matter what's gone on in your mind, he can handle it. And he can help you. So just a moment, we're going to open up the altars. And and if you need to lay it down at Jesus' feet today, I want to encourage you to come up here. Pastor Moe's got a great song. takes me right back to youth camp. But I'm under no illusion today that there's not people in here that need to give their heart to Jesus the first time. Because if you've walked with God a long time, you know that laying things at his feet is a daily thing. But there's some of you, I believe, in this place that have never laid anything at Jesus' feet. And you need to begin a relationship with him today.